0: Hey everyone, this is Hovercraft Joe, and I hope you've been enjoying Last Action Podcast and the other podcasts here at GameZilla Media. We invite you to check us out on Patreon.com/slash Media and support us at either the one dollar or five dollar tier. If you become a patron at five dollars a month, you get tons of additional content, including our monthly special called the Post-Credit Scene. Thanks for support, and hasta la vista, baby. Gamesvillemedia.com.
1: It's time for the Last Action Parker. Pop quiz, hotshot!
2: You
1: decay, motherfucker. I feel the need for me for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live.
0: Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am Hovercraft Joe, and sitting across from me is the Sphinx. What's going on, Hovercraft Joe? What up, Sphinx? And know? LPJ. Christian! Christian! Which way is east? <laughs> Uh, so um as you can tell from that great opening uh we are doing uh 1991's robin hood prince of thieves this week can i just call you a zeem episode (laughs) racist
1: (laughs) am i though
0: yes
2: more uh
0: so uh release date on this of june 14th 1991 uh lbj what 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 were your first memories of this uh i so i can think of one specific
2: incident when i went and saw this but i'm fairly certain i i saw this around the time it came out in the theater okay i don't Specifically, remember it, but I—I I got a feeling I did. The second time I saw it, it was weird because I saw it at the the terrace, which was our kind of bargain theater yep. in the area. I saw it on a, on a for like a dollar. Yeah. But I get this phone call from this girl that we went to school with, Peg Fox. Yeah. And her and a bunch of kids were going to see this at the terrace, and for whatever reason, I happened to get invited along. Okay. Which was kind of out of character because I didn't usually get invited to anything.
0: Yeah, loser.
2: Yeah, and it was all the Nerd. kids that, like, all the not nerdy kids that went to this thing, and I was, like, the one nerdy kid that went, and, uh, yeah, we went to the terrace, and we just kind of sat and watched the movie, and, well, half watched the movie, just kind of talked loud, and we're assholes, um, yeah, it was just a weird, it was a weird time.
3: <laughs> they needed an Azim to go with them to the movies, <laughs> so they invited you. I think they did. I think they needed to up their,
2: uh, their uh, diversity. Although it was 91, so people didn't care.
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh, but it was a
2: weird time. Yeah. swings.
0: what about you?
3: Uh, this is a movie that my dad had recorded off TV. So I don't remember like us sitting in front of the TV watching it, but it was definitely one that like we, ha- we owned because yeah. he taped it. And I was obsessed with this movie as a yeah. child. Like I watched this all the time. Um, I even had the
0: action figures. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. I had, uh, I had some of them too, yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I think for some reason all I had was a Sheriff of Nottingham and a Robin Hood. That's it. I only had the two. I had those two. I had Little John and I had the, the tree. The, the
2: tree oh, village. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Which pop quiz. It's not really a pop quiz. I already know the answer. Pop quiz, hotshot.
3: What, what is the tree forest taken uh, from? Ewok, Ewok village. village. Yeah, it's Ewok village.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you had Peter Ewok the village. Well, I had part of the Ewok Village. Yeah. yeah. When I, well, for Return of the Jedi, but, um, it, yeah, and I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Obviously, I'm a little older, but I, this is one of those movies, and I think it's come up before, like 90 and 91 is just this, like, such an impressionable, like, movie. Like, I don't know at the time of my life when these movies meant so much to me. And this is one that I was, like, Super obsessed. With. I remember seeing it in the theaters. I don't, I can't remember a specific memory, but I just, I remember watching this movie a ton when it was yeah. out on video. Like I said, I had a couple of the action figures and I just, I, I don't know. This is one of those movies where it was, it, it's just like, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I just, yeah. I, was, I mean, I think like since I've been, talking or since i've been on the podcast i've been telling lvj i'm like I, we gotta do that movie we gotta do that movie just because it was such an important one for me so I, I'm, I'm happy that we're here talking about it
3: yeah and i i find it interesting from like because you guys are are clearly quite a bit older than me but like i'm trying like i was like five when the movie came out mm-hmm. and this is not like it, it was rated pg which i was kind of surprised i guess pg-13 still was just in its beginnings and
0: whatnot. But it's a dark movie. Yeah, like watching, dark movie,
2: and there's an F word in it. Yeah, there is an F word in it. <laughs> watching it Thanks now, Christian Slater.
0: Yeah, watching it now as an adult, I am like, yeah, I'm like the the tone and the content of this is very adult. Right? Like, it's like not, how are there like action figures for this movie? Like, yeah, should it, kids it, be watching this? It well, is, it's kind of weird. Connected. Yeah. yeah, no, it, but it's weird, but you're right, though. You're absolutely right, Springs, because I've watched it a couple of times recently, and I'm like, yeah, this is, like, it's, like, not, like, a fun, like, it, it's no. a. It's. I mean, it, it is fun, but it's, like, it, it, you know, I, I know what you're saying. It's not, like, a light kind of, yeah, like, I mean, oh. I,
3: I've talked about how my parents were very loose with me seeing movies, but with how much I remember, like, picking this movie up and watching it at home, just me. Yeah. Like, my parents, like, never, like, scratched their heads and were like, why is why, why? is Nick so obsessed with watching *Prince of Thieves*? And <laughs> should we be stopping him at this point, type of deal? Because it is like, it's intense. Yeah, well,
2: I watch this movie a lot. But, like, but again, you like guys, guys
3: were five or six years older than me, so it makes a yeah. little bit more yeah. sense there.
2: I mean, by the time the by the time the VHS came out, I was twelve.
3: Yeah, but see, I'm still like seven, eight. Like I'm like near my son's age. I'm like, my, <laughs> my son should not be watching this movie. I would let Ash
2: watch this. I mean, not great. He's nine, but. But this is yeah. like I mean just I, kind of I guess that's
0: right on that border, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of like before we get into the numbers here, just like this is a gigantic movie. Like, oh, yeah. Like Huge. this is just one of those movies that I remember and we'll get into some of the other reasons too, like you know, the songs that go along with the stuff. But there and was Pete just,
3: Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah,
0: there was just so much. So so the budget on this is forty eight million, which is like that's it's not that much.
2: It, it, it's a lot. For the time. Well, actually, time. no, even for them because... But, but well, we just you, did
0: Hot Shots and that was like 28 yeah. million. But if yeah. you think of everything that's in this movie, like yeah. this movie is like, yeah, you said Hot Shots was... This is like double hot shots but think about this all the sets everything yeah. in this movie yeah. i mean this is a big movie you know this movie doesn't skimp it's got big sets big sequences so i think they did pretty good getting it in at 48 million um so domestic gross 165 million Worldwide three hundred and ninety million dollars, which is one of the biggest movies ever at that time. Yeah, yeah, it was I mean, monster. And we've talked about it a couple of times, and we'll I'll say it again here, But it was the second highest-grossing movie, only behind Terminator Two, which obviously was a juggernaut in itself. Right. So, um, yeah, just like crazy, crazy amounts of money. Um, Rotten Tomatoes on this fifty-one percent, which is like I, I guess I could sense. see that. I mean, I yeah. and a audience score is seventy-two. Yeah. So I think that kind of tracks for this movie. I would agree. Um, And like I said, this was the second highest grossing film of 1991. Uh, Terminator 2 was one, Beauty and the Beast Beast 3, 3. uh, and other movies we covered. (laughs) We've done 91 so much. Hot Shots 18, Last Boy Scout 21, Rocketeer 27, Point Break 29, and Lionheart Fifty six.
3: Now you said you said that the
0: critic score was fifty one or fifty three percent. Fifty one percent. Fifty one percent. Rotten Tomatoes and the audience score was seventy two. Again,
3: maybe it's just just me when I was young and naive, but I thought this was a critically acclaimed movie. Apparently, you know not, what? And that's though, funny. Huh? I
0: think I kind of thought the same thing too. I think sometimes like a movie's so big and important to you that you just assume you're like, and it makes yeah. so much money, you just kind of assume you're like, oh, people love this movie. Right? Like but. it's
3: so ubiquitous. Probably when you were a kid, like seeing it all over the place, you just assumed it must have been a hit. I yeah. mean, it was a hit. I mean, it even was though the critics hit. didn't like it, it still the made it. The movie a was a hit, but it yeah. wasn't
2: critically acclaimed. I right. mean, if anything, it was critically panned simply because of Kevin Costner. Yeah.
3: Which I.
0: Yeah, we can talk. We can talk about that later. Because all, <laughs> we'll all of Kevin. Yeah, Kastner. what made
2: this movie was. Yeah. Was the villain.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I would say that Morgan Freeman is pretty amazing. Yeah, Morgan Freeman Freeman's great too. in this too. Yeah. I think Azim is. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I uh, agree. Um, I guess we. I mean, we're kind of dancing around it, but we can talk about the cast. Yeah, Yeah, talk about the
2: cast, and then we'll get into the music and all that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, obviously, Kevin Costner, we mentioned as uh, Robin Hood, Robin of Loxley Loxley. whatever you want to call him. Uh, Morgan Freeman as Azim, Christian Slater, boy, Christian Slater, Will Scarlet. Yep. Um, the late great Alan Rickman. Sheriff Nottingham steals this movie.
2: Absolutely steals this movie. Uh,
0: I also have uh, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, who yep. has uh, made Marion. Uh, LBJ, you could probably got all the other ones.
2: Yeah. Uh, Ian McShane is Friar Tuck. Ian McShane is Michael a,
0: McShane. Michael
2: McShane. Michael McShane, Ian McShane. <laughs> I was like, Sorry. Ian McShane is in this. And no, Michael McShane, who's from uh, Whose Line Is In Any Way, the British yeah. version.
0: Which Friar Tuck is also pretty awesome in this yeah, movie. He's he awesome in this movie too, yeah.
2: And um the other the other two big names in this Michael Wincott, yeah. who's great, the villain of the crow. Yeah. Who's he is he
0: Guy Gismaine? Yeah. He's the
2: Guy Gisborne. yeah. Okay. And then uh the uncredited cameo yep. by Sean Connery as <laughs> yeah. King oh, Richard.
0: Which I think when we get to that part in the plot, we should do a Sean Connery off who can do the line the best. Yep. The first ever last action podcast. Sean Connery off. Man, I really want to do it. though <laughs> save it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, to go back on Kevin Costner. So apparently, uh, like the Razzies are the awards for you know worst movies, worst actors, and all that. He won it uh, for this movie. Really? Yeah. He did.
0: And I... I think that's unfair.
3: I do, too. I guess there was a debate from from my research that he wanted to do an English accent. Yeah. And they tried it for a little bit. He even had, like, a coach to help him out. And they realized, this is a bad idea. Yeah. And they, they pulled it. And I think he was a little bit upset about it. Sure. But I... It never... Again, I th- going back to, like, as a kid, yeah. I never thought twice. Yeah. And so I feel like it doesn't... I don't feel like Kevin Costner ruins this movie. No, I think that's... Like, like all the stuff I was reading about the critics said that he was so awful and they just couldn't get past him. I mean, there are some weird parts, like when he's making out with the sand and stuff like that. (laughs) But But again, I don't think it takes away from the film.
0: Yeah, and it's like... And I know that a lot of times we go back and watch these movies, you know, through rose-colored nostalgia glasses. But even watching this a couple times recently, I really don't think he's that bad in this. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. I mean, I think there's people to do better in the movie than him, but it's not like you know. I I, I don't know. I'm surprised to, to hear that. You know,
2: I think he's very uneven.
0: I think there's parts
2: where he's perfectly fine, but I do think there's parts where he's just not very good. Like what? <laughs> well, um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of specifics. I, when he's talking to like in the scene with the tree, like where the like where what's his name runs up the tree. And he's okay. talking to talking. He comes down. and He's trying to tell him that you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's I, I don't think he's particularly believable there. I think you notice him as an American there
3: acting, um, but he's not trying to be British.
2: So I, I'm not saying that he is, but um, I think it's it's it takes you out of the film. Okay. I think there's parts where where he's he's where everyone else is acting. <laughs> Excuse me. Everyone else is acting within the time frame of the movie. He always seems out of place in the movie.
0: See, I mean, I, I guess maybe I can see that, but even watching, I mean, especially when I was younger, but watching it now, I never took this as like, oh, this is a serious, like, period piece, like, historic movie, I guess. And maybe that's where my disconnect is, because I don't, I mean, I just, I mean, I think this movie's fun and it's obviously set in the past, but I don't think it's like a. Oh, these, you know, like, and based on some, you know, has some historical context, but I've never taken it as, like, a serious period well, piece, I guess. don't
2: get me wrong. It's not going to impact my rating whatsoever. <laughs> okay. But I can understand the critics' points in this.
3: Yeah, and I guess I would say, comparatively speaking, when Costner is, is on the screen, he's with Morgan Freeman, he's with Alan Rickman, and they, they do. Those two do a much better job than him and i can see how that kind of makes it look like costner is being uneven so i i, I guess i can see it to to an extent
0: <laughs> did you i'm sure you guys saw this in your research but did you see you know like costner was a producer on this yeah. and that he he made them cut some of alan rickman's scenes uh-huh. because he, he was being he felt like he was being upstaged which he was because Alan Rickman, yeah. but that's crazy that he got some of his scenes cut out of the movie because he was like, well, I can't have him show me up.
3: Well, did you see too that Alan Rickman turned down the role twice? Yes, I did see that. And it wasn't until the third time he said, I'll do this role, but I get to do what I want. And they said, okay. because yeah, he so br- said the majority of his lines were ad lib. Yeah,
0: because he brought wow. like people in, like uh, some comedian he knew yep. and some other guy to like help him rewrite all his dialogue in the movie. Yeah, so. so like the
3: the line where he's like, cancel Christmas, which Christmas is not a holiday. Yeah, yet. <laughs> you know, that's there. But then I also love the line where he's like out in the hallway and he's like, you
0: 1030, you 1045, bring a friend. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was all ad lib. Yeah, it's really great. Um, You want to run through these networks real quick? Yeah. yeah. And then I got a lightning round. Okay, cool. Uh, All right, let's start with uh, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. What do you think for her?
3: Five million.
0: Okay. I saw she had done some other stuff. Six million? Two million. Okay. Okay. Uh what about Christian Slater?
2: Ooh, he's he's got that uh
0: Mr. Robot Mr. Money. Mr. Robot
2: Money and he was a producer on
0: it. I'll say uh, fifteen. I'll go twenty five. Thirty. Thirty million. Okay. Cool. Uh what about Morgan Freeman? Ooh, he does a lot like, of voiceover work. Yeah, he's
3: gotta be big. I'm gonna say
0: I'll say thirty. Oh, I'm gonna say like eighty. 250 million. Oh, ho, yeah. fuck. Morgan Freeman up there. Uh, and finally, Kevin Costner.
3: He's got to be big. I mean, he hasn't been as big li- recently, but he but produces a lot. Yeah,
0: I- I'd say he's probably 200. 180. 250 as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kevin Costner, 250. So, yeah, Morgan Freeman. I'm not that surprised when Morgan Freeman. He's in a lot of no, stuff. No, I
3: guess not. He's in a lot of stuff, and he's had some awesome roles and yeah. the things he's done. Probably been. saved his money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, lighting round? Yep. All right. Uh, What? (laughs) I had to throw a history question in there. What famous wall is Robin Hood walking on when he is first confronted with the Sheriff of Nottingham's guards?
0: I don't know. No idea.
3: It's Hadrian's wall. He was an emperor of Rome. (laughs) Azim often calls Robin Sadiq. What does that mean in Arabic? Friend. Does mean friend. How long was everything I do, I do it for you, number one in the US for? 14 weeks. Someone's got shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sheriff of Nottingham's first name? let uh, I was gonna say LP, Jake I got right in front of me. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, it's not there. Nope, it's not. I don't know. George. Oh. oh. Russell Crowe has also been Robin Hood. What other role have Costner and Crowe both been in in a movie?
0: Koster oh. and Crow both in So party? they've
3: they've played the same person in another same movie.
0: Why? Oh, why don't I know what this you is? You
3: should know it. Think superheroes.
0: Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh uh, uh, Pa Kent. Yep.
3: Yep. Yep. There you go. They are Superman's biological dad.
0: That's Wait. right. Yeah. No. That's no. That's not true. That's not true. Yeah. It's what online told me. Well, that's false though, because they played. They were in the same they're movie. In the same movie playing.
3: Oh, but they're both playing.
0: They playing his, his dad. But yeah, uh, Crow
3: is, is actually Jor-el. Jor-El yeah, and, and Costner is his. But is his um? Yeah, his, Man of Steel. Yeah, the adopted one. Right. Well, well, well I mean, it's still technically a father for yeah. Superman. <laughs> Ugh,
0: this this <laughs> lightning round was a fail. No, it was good. I got a lot of questions right, so good job, Swinks. Listen, I was surprised there wasn't a ton on this movie. There really was. How yeah. big the movie was, like we said.
3: I was, well, I was expecting more.
2: That's why we should probably get into the music. Okay. We should yeah. get into because the music. Because that is a huge part of this film. Yep. Um,
0: a, the sound the actual score, written by Michael Kamen. Our boy Michael Kamen. Can I just run through quickly? Uh, Michael Kamen has done the music yes, for so many movies. I'm just going to do the movies that we've done on this podcast. Say, we've done a lot of him. Movies that he's done the music for that we've covered. X-Men, Last Action Hero, Last Boy Scout, Roadhouse... Die Hard and Lethal Weapon
2: yep
0: fantastic those are just the ones that we've covered yeah
2: he's done so many more than that Um, but his soundtrack this sticks with me like
0: (laughs) this is really great
2: as soon as I heard the, I remember the opening even the credits I remember
0: Yeah.
1: yeah
2: like just everything coming up so we'll play we'll play the this is the overture
0: It's so good. I, I know. I
2: almost it, didn't want to
3: stop it. it. It honestly, besides the classics like a Star Wars and Indiana Jones, like it's one of the best ever.
0: Yeah. It, oh, it, it's so... It's easily Cayman's best. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how good it is and so catchy. And, and it's, it's
3: like, used so often, too, like montages whenever like, it's yeah. like the Oscar award shows yeah. and they're showing like movie clips. This is always there.
0: It's it's even the intro For to one of the Mor- studios. The Morgan Creek thing. It's yeah. like they play that beginning part. So yeah, it's it's... It's really good, and I really like that, uh, the opening sequence where they play it and with the credits, you know? Yes. like yes. I think it's done really well. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. It, the opening of this movie is phenomenal. Um, and then the other huge, <laughs> yeah. gigantic juggernaut song from this, which I, I would say this movie probably kicks off the whole having a pop song, with the exception of the Bond films. Yeah. This is really the movie that kicked off having like a big pop rock song. Um, tie into a movie because you see it later on with like Armageddon yep. and. Uh,
0: Don't forget the one that they did for uh, Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers.
2: <laughs> yeah, you see it just. They always have a song now. Uh, this is Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do it for you.
3: LBJ. Yeah. You know it's true. <laughs> Everything I do, I do it for you.
2: That's the lie. That is the liest lie you've ever you told me. You can't
1: tell me. It's not worth trying for. Oh,
2: so, Brian Adams and Michael Kamen got together to write this film. Write this uh, song, I mean. How long did it take him to write this song? 20 minutes. I don't no. know.
0: Uh, a day,
2: forty-five minutes. That was pretty oh. close. They wrote the entire. They sat down and wrote the entire song in forty-five minutes.
0: Uh, when I was looking up, it said they also wrote it with Mutt Lang, too. Yeah, it's Mutt Lang, yes. Yes. Look, look into your heart. You will find there's nothing there to hide. And I, I think it's like you know, for people listening to this, it, it might be hard to like understand just how massive and huge this song was
3: i remember this song was big at my senior prom and yeah. i graduated in 2004 <laughs> i mean this song was around for decades like, it's still around
0: like this song was gigantic it was i mean it didn't win but it was nominated for best song at the oscars which it was, pop quiz do you know what it lost to beauty and the beast yep. Yep. yeah it did <laughs> sorry towels all it, this time um it, it was nominated for record of the year at the grammys and yeah. it won that one did it okay yeah But, like, it's just such a massive... And you know what I didn't really notice when I was younger? I mean, I always liked the song, but I never realized, like, watching the movie, how much it's kind of woven into the movie. It wasn't until I
3: watched it for the podcast how often you can hear it. Yep. Whenever it was the Robin Hood made Marion scenes.
0: Yeah, yep. you get, you, you like, the orchestral version. Uh-huh. It's really cool how it's woven throughout the movie, and I, I don't think I picked up on that when I was younger. But no, though. never. But, like, especially this last few I was like, oh, it's really cool how they work it in. And that's, I never knew, I guess I never realized that Michael Kamen had a hand in writing it, yep. but that's when I was kind of like, oh, well, if it's in the, the score this much, he must have had something to do with it, and then it was like, oh, okay, but... Yeah, yeah it's a, it's still a good song. I mean, it's but still... It's a great song.
2: It, it's, it's, um... It got me to buy, like this song, got me to buy Waking Up the Neighbors, yeah, which was his sixth album and what ended up being his biggest album. Yeah, like I his believe sixth. it.
3: I was going to say, here's a pop quiz. How many singles did it sell worldwide? Oh God, it I, was,
2: it, it, I don't know, it was probably triple platinum. I have no idea, but it's
0: got to be out of this world.
3: 15 million copies. <laughs>
0: wow, 15 times 15 platinum. 15 million.
3: It went number one in almost every single country. Almost yeah. every country.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw the 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 UK chart. It was number one for sixteen weeks. It still holds the
2: record. Yep. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, it triple was just,
3: platinum in the U.S. Just four an, million in the U.S.
0: alone. Just an insane hit. This movie. I mean, this uh the song, song in right? the movie. But yeah. And the movie, but yeah, it's just forever tied like you can't think of that song without thinking of the movie or vice versa i feel absolutely apparently brandy had a version of it i did see that it's weird (laughs) when i I was looking it up on wikipedia today i was like brandy did a cover i didn't get to listen to it but i want to
3: listen to it pull it up let's go right now i want to
2: hear it i don't want to sully uh i don't want (laughs) to sully brian adams
0: (laughs) fair enough um all right do we want to run through the plot on this sure Um, I guess before we start, Sphinx, do you have any? Do you want to talk to us about the Crusades and all? (laughs) No, that's that's not a joke. Uh, That's not a joke. I I was serious. No, I really was wanting to know.
3: Uh, I mean, it's it, it says in the beginning of the film. I think it takes place during the Third Crusades. Yeah, which I mean, the movie is accurate enough. I mean, Western Europe heads to the Holy Land to kill a whole bunch of Muslims that took over. And that did include King Richard. And um, the one thing that is not accurate in this movie, but then is accurate in Robin Hood Men in Tights, is that Sheriff of Nottingham, if he's real or not, uh, which Robin Hood is also more of a myth than a real person, we believe, um, actually was working for Prince John that was King Richard's brother. Right. Okay. So the idea was that not really that the Sheriff of Nottingham was going to take over the British crown really it was going to probably be Prince John King Richard's brother that was going to do that which technically that would make Marion. well Marion's was the cousin I think yeah the the cousin of King Richard yeah so yeah there's that too but yeah it's it's been said that the Robin Hood myth has been around for about 700 years but there's no real stuff on if he really existed or not
0: got it Yep. Sorry, sorry if I sounded like I was setting you up. I really wanted to. Know I some, thought you no, were. I, I really wanted to know some
3: historical context. No, you're good. I I do have some taglines somewhere. Oh, okay. I don't know where in the hell I wrote them though. <laughs> oh, so you <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't. Well, I can look them up quick enough. Sorry. In a film that me me a hits second. the
0: bullseye. <laughs> this film's on target. <laughs>
3: Everything it does, it does for you. (laughs) These sound like they're probably going to be better than what they really are. Because I feel like every time we do taglines, they're pretty awful. But that's the whole beauty
0: of them, right? Yeah, they're never very good. He
2: can't speak British, but the language
0: of love is universal. Is there no sun in this cursed country?
3: (laughs) Everything I do, I do it for you. Here we go. All right. So... Sometimes the, actually these aren't that bad. Sometimes the only way to uphold justice is to break the law. Okay. Right. The next one is, is kind of more of the same. For the love of all men and the love of one woman, he fought to uphold justice by breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> I snorted. Yeah, you did. I mean, they're okay. Was that it? That was it. Uh, well, we came up with better uh, ones. I know, right?
0: That, that was it.
3: Uh, um, I'm Kevin Costner, and I'm Robin Hood. Watch this movie. <laughs> I did Dances with the Wolves and Field of Dreams and the Untouchables.
0: Okay, plot. Um, <laughs> so, like we said, this movie starts off, uh, kind of gives us a little background on the Crusades. Um, yeah, and they're in Jerusalem, yes, I believe. And Robin and his buddy Peter, they're in a torture chamber. Yes. Uh, we see a guy get his hand cut off. They don't show up, it, but he, it's implied, and they're going to cut peter's hand off but robin you know was like oh no it wasn't him it was me uh he ends up like doing that sweet move where he like gets the guy to chop off his own hand i think yeah, yeah I, I how did he how did he get his hand out of there he did i mean it looked just, like
3: it was really tied you know he didn't get it out he pulled the strap and so the guy's hand
2: who was holding the strap down yeah his hand got pulled up okay so then how did the hand get totally free he cut the guy's hand off and he was just hanging, he had the strap hanging
3: by the guy's hand Oh, okay, I missed that. I, the, this beginning scene was really, like, not only, like, dark, like, dark-themed, but then, like, yeah, it, was, looked, actually, it looked dark. <laughs> it was hard
0: to see. Uh, I'm like, guys, we gotta get going. We, we are arguing over minute two of uh, a two-and-a-half-hour <laughs> <laughs> movie. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, right? Wasn't it very dark in the beginning? It's a little, but I think it's supposed to be It was to hard that. to see anything. I, I mean, they're in a torture chamber, so, yeah, I mean... I get that, but... I couldn't tell really what was going on. So, anyways, so they they kind of he breaks out. He takes Peter with him, and like Azim Morgan Freeman is like Christian. He gets him to take him with him because he's like, hey, I know the way out. They kind of they get out through what kind of looks like a sewer Sewer, almost. And uh, Peter gets shot by an arrow and killed. Uh, He's like he gives him this ring, and he's like, oh, I need you to look after my sister Marion. Yeah. Um, Then we're we flash over. Why does Peter look so much more emaciated than the other two? I I don't know.
3: Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman look perfectly fine in yeah. this torture chamber, which he says
0: they've been there for five years. Yeah, but <laughs> I it, I never realized that. What is by the way? Also, what is that? What does he crack open that fruit that they're eating? Like he smashes it on his knee, and they both, hey, It's like, a melon. Eating, okay, it's a melon. Okay. Um, we go over to England. We're introduced to Robin's dad. He's like writing a letter, I think. Cause... Yeah,
3: wondering about the whereabouts of his son. He hasn't heard from him.
0: Right, so then, like, this guy comes in. And well, no, like, he knows he's captured. Oh, okay. He knows he's been captured. He just, Oh, he just wants, to, like, a status. He's trying it. to get him out. Yeah, okay. And, and so this guy runs in. And is like, oh, they stole my wife or whatever, but it's all a trap. It's a ruse. He goes out, and the sheriff and the guy are there, and they're all wearing masks. Yeah, and, they're all like Ku Klux Klan people. They're yeah, all in white and, robes. And they're basically like, hey, we want you to join with us, and he won't because he's loyal to the king, and they we don't see it, but they kill him. Because essentially they're all part of a cult.
2: Yeah. is yeah. what you find
0: out.
3: Which, uh, to kind of break in, the witch, apparently in some original rewrites, or in the original version, she is the Sheriff Nottingham's mom.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh. That's a deleted scene. And, like, oh. actually, I watched a version of it recently, like a DVD version that had that scene back in it. Oh, really? So um okay so then we flash ahead four months uh robin and azim are making it back to england uh, as you alluded to earlier <laughs> he starts kissing the weird kissing the sand which is like ugh, gross <laughs> which again um, reminds me of robin hood men in tights when when carles does it and he's like <laughs> <laughs> like spitting it out. God, and I, we need
3: to do that movie
0: because what what Azim tells him is that he's traveling with him because he saved his life. So now yeah, it's a debt. So yeah, it's like so now he has to save Robin's life because so Robin it's a Wookiee life debt. Yeah, basically yeah. So Robin I, I believe gets the guys on the boat to like try and attack him. Yeah, but uh-huh. like he, he's like no, he's like it doesn't doesn't work. Um, that's when we kind of get a little introduction to Azim. That's that great part where he's got to pray. He's like, <laughs> that's what he asks. Like, is there no sun in this cursed country? And I yeah, think he's, he's Christian. He, yeah, he's looking for east yeah. for uh, for Mecca, and he keeps asking which way is east and all that stuff. Um, uh, we, we're introduced to a young kid. He's being chased by uh, the guy of Gisbane, Gisborne, Gisborne. 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 Um, Robin intervenes. Uh, what are those dogs that are chasing him? They're those wolfhounds. Wolfhounds. Irish um, wolfhounds. Um, that's and he kind of intervenes and saves the kid. I like that part when he starts fighting all the guys and he's yelling to Azeem and he's like, "It's time to redeem Foul! <laughs> yeah. Get off your damn knees! Yeah, get off your damn knees!" Um, well, then he argues too
3: that the that the kid apparently killed some boars or, or a a deer, deer, a deer or a deer yeah deer. yeah in in the fort in the sheriff's land and then you know he's trying to say he's on the sheriff's land right now but robin's like no this is my family land like yeah. your trespassing type of deal which obviously is going to lead us to find out that things have changed since robin was last here
0: right because they 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 after this scene they go to uh robin's home but the castle's been torched Yep, his dad's like hanging dead like in a cage um, and then duncan's got no eyes yeah duncan who is like his like servant i, servant, I guess yeah, like, yeah he shows up and robin's all mad because he's like why didn't you cut him down and he's but then he's like oh i could if i could see and they literally cut his eyeballs out which is yeah. Kind of gross, and I'm glad we don't have to see that. Um, and I think the rumor they started was that his dad was a devil worshiper, correct? And that's why they ended up killing him. Uh, and then he he swears that blood oath to avenge him, which is like, ow! When he takes that knife and like cuts his hand, and he's like squeezing the mm-hmm. blood out. It's pretty cool. Um, introduced to the sheriff uh, and his, like you said, the witch. Uh, was it Mor- Mortiana? Yeah, yeah, Mortiana. And everything with her is so like she's so creepy. It's, it's so, so creepy. It's, As a
3: kid, that she those scenes always freaked me out. When
0: she like she like cracks the egg and there's blood uh, in it and like spits and she's got the long fingernails and yeah. like so because like, they're they're like. Are they devil worshippers? I'm yes. assuming they okay. are. That's what, yeah. that's what the thing is. Okay, um, Robin visits Maid Marian. There's that. They have a little bit of fight. You know, kind of like I think she kicks him in the balls. Yeah,
3: which I don't really understand why we were led to believe that Maid Marian is like a fighter, because that doesn't really pay off later in the film. No, I think... Um, you know, like, why was she being disguised, and then why did she try to fight Robin? Why why weren't they just so upfront and honest with I think who they
2: she just, was? They, she hadn't seen him in a long time, so which, she wanted to make sure.
0: Which is like, here's the confusing thing to me. So, how long altogether is, like, Robin supposed to have been away from England, right? Like five years, he should have looked the same, because right? Because she's like, "Oh, I only remember you as a young kid that used to pull my hair and stuff." And it's like Kevin Kessler is not like young in this no. movie. No, well, so that's why I said, like, how old is Robin supposed to be? That's what one of my I notes. think
3: is the Crusades did go on for decades. Well, like I think each it, Crusade was did. he
0: just like captured for five years, or maybe he was gone? Yeah, for he like might a have been decade? gone
3: for a lot longer.
2: No, I I think could, no, because she says they left. As he says he, he left. He says he left, kids, left when right? he was sixteen. And he was supposedly gone for five years, which puts him twenty one. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. But, um, but what they said was it, it, the impression I got was Kevin and Marion didn't hang out a lot when they were younger. It was what it was only when they were like really young is when they hung out. Or oh. she then, might have
3: been really young, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well anyways, and he was always older. No, you're right. There's there's a timeline issue there. Yeah. There's
2: there's a lot of timeline issues in this. Like when yeah. like when the sheriff gets cut on mm-hmm. the cheek, he still has kind of a fresh wound and it's supposedly like 6 months had passed and he still got that fresh wound.
3: Yeah.
0: I, I love the next part where uh the guys showing up at the Marion's place and Azeem's got the telescope. Yeah. And he's looking through it when Robin looks through it and he like doesn't understand it and he, like, it, and he thinks the guys are right <laughs> there like, and he freaks like, out. Pulls out his sword to try and hit him. I just I don't How know. does your an educated guy? <laughs> yeah. That part always uh cracks me up. Which
3: I read I guess he did a similar thing in uh Dances with Wolves. Oh really? Yeah. The uh like the Indian tribe he was with like gave him like a telescope type thing and he
0: freaked out. It cracks me up every time. Uh, so there's a horse chase scene. Uh, they they escape into Sherwood Forest, and the the men, will, the sheriff's men, won't follow him in there because they're like, "Oh, it's haunted, it's haunted yeah. right?" Um, so they're going through the forest. They're they're trying to cross a river. He gets caught in this like fun rope trap that knocks him in the water. Yeah, or, by
3: Will Scarlet. Yeah,
0: Will Scarlet. And then we get his fight with uh, John Little. He calls Little John. Which is a fun fight. Oh, I love that oh, it's scene. Great. I
3: remember as a kid, it was always I fun. I love the
0: music in that scene. I, yeah. I love, like, again, Azim is so great in this. When he, like, Robin gets his ass kicked yeah. initially, and he's like, he asks Azeem for advice, and he's like, get up, move faster. <laughs> yeah, move faster. <laughs> that was his advice. So, um,. Also, I never noticed when Robin chases Little John down and knocks him. It's like, hey, this fight isn't over. Little John says, all right, my little cocker. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like, all right, I guess that's an English thing. Robin hits him in the balls. A lot of people get hit in the balls in this movie. Yeah, a lot of ball shots. Um, But they, they kind of like, you know, they end up, because there's uh, he tricks them. He's like, he can't swim. and He's like, all right, I'll save you if you yield. And then he yields and he's like, all right, put your feet down. And they're like... In the water is not that deep. Yeah, yeah it's weird.
3: Which again, I love how <laughs> Robin Menentites makes fun <laughs> of that scene. Uh-huh. He's just like in a stream, and he's like, "I can't swim." <laughs> and Robin's like staring at him, like, "What's wrong with you?"
0: So Sorry. Different. no, I know what we'll it is. Do, we'll get to that. I promise. Are yeah. right, you
3: better? So they become Should have done this back to back
0: Yeah So they become buds um, Then they're, the next scene is them all hanging out in the woods Drinking a bunch of mead Having a good old time Bulls talking about how big his dick is Yeah We, yeah. Find, we find out that, that all these sick. guys They're outlaws Because you know They won't pay the sheriff's taxes And they hunt the stuff that they say So all the stuff so they're hey, not, He's taking
3: all r- his stuff Yeah so they basically
0: stuff. turn them into uh, outlaws Robin's like Hey you should fight back And we start to notice That there's some kind of antagonism Between him and Will Scarlet my exact note says Will Scarlet is a bitch, but <laughs> yep.
3: he's a douchebag. That's for sure.
0: Um, Robin goes to see Marion. I like how he's kind of bummed that the price on his head is only like a hundred gold pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then does isn't that when uh,
3: Sheriff of Nottingham stops by too? Yeah, or is that afterwards? No, that's when. No, it, that's yeah, when he, he
0: shows up, and that's when he cuts. His yeah, cheek. that's when he
3: cuts him. I love Alan Rickman's scream when I have, but he's like.
0: Aah! because that's that's when he tells him that he's going to cut his heart out with a spoon with a spoon yeah. yeah and and then the guy then they show him and the guy's like why but cousin why a spoon yeah. and he's like cause it's dull you twit it'll hurt more yeah then he steals
3: uh, Nottingham's horse to go yeah. back to the forest
0: and like so, the, this pisses the sheriff off. So he sends his men out to kind of like trash these villages. Which there's this very specific shot I never really noticed where the men just knock over this giant birdhouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. So I have a note that says "Fuck you, birdhouse." <laughs> <laughs> this is also where Robin gets
3: his name of Robin of the Hood. Right. Right. And then I also have down here in my notes: This is what I, I called Will a douchebag. Because he was about to stab Robin Hood.
0: Yeah, because all, all the all the people from the village come to to the woods with them, yeah. and he's going to, like, throw the knife at Robin because he wants to turn him in. And there's that sweet shot where he, Robin Hood just turns around and shoots him through the hand with the yeah. arrow. Which, here's the one thing I don't understand. They never really established why Robin Hood's so good at the bow and arrow. He just is.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's never established.
0: He's just really no. good. Like, he's just... Uh, I mean, mean, the
3: myth myth says that he was really good at, you know, shooting and and swordsmanship, but you're right. There's no reason why that is. Like, they could have easily said, like, because of the wars and the crusades, or he was trained this way, but they just... I'm sure it was something else cut out or... It could have been. Or maybe just never discussed. Who
0: knows? (laughs) So this is where Robin inspires them all like, hey, we're going to fight back. We're going to, you know, start We get the montage. I I love that line though. I love that line though when he's like, uh, when he's saying all stuff and he's talking about what they've taken. He's like, then by God, we we take take it back. back. I love that. Yeah, but you're right. Then we get the montage of them just like training. They're shooting arrows, learning how to sword fight. And then the
3: myth of Robin Hood shows up where he's taking from the rich to give to the poor.
0: Yeah, he's robbing the robbing the would you find that his the the price on his head goes to 500 then it goes all the way up to a thousand gold pieces yeah um, that's where the
3: sheriff wants to cancel Christmas
0: yeah because <laughs> like you said we find out this is where we see him kind of taking all the stuff and like because that's why no one will really turn him in and the sheriff doesn't understand with mm-hmm. the price on his head is because they steal all the stuff and they give it away yep. um, and because I do, you find out there's
2: the the sheriff is like funneling money to Mercenaries, so yeah. that he can take over the country.
0: Correct. Um, I, I like the little bit where the the sheriff statue has this, someone drew the scar yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to like lick it off. Like he's trying to like yeah. take it off. And I also like the bit when they so we're, when we're introduced to Friar Tuck because it's like they're trying to send this really big shipment of gold through, mm-hmm. and like Robin's telling the guys he's like they are ask him how many men there are, and like he's like, oh, there's five. And it seems <laughs> like there's twenty. Why would you tell him that? And he's like, no, that can't count. <laughs> But that's that cool thing that I I really like that like hiding when they they kind yeah. of like draw the yeah. attention and they run and they have these sweet how would you describe like that they're kind of like it's like a trap, trap kind of? camouflage net thing yeah, yeah and they kind of they roll under them and they like kick the sticks out so they can't see them they're like camouflage But really those cool. horses look
3: like they're so close to like stomping on them yeah. Though. Yeah.
0: But uh, Friar Tug is pretty great in this. He just he's loves drinking. Yep. He's singing a yep. song about drinking. And he fights pretty good against Robin
3: Hood when he tries to escape those two yeah, times. Yeah, he Doesn't kicks...
0: he kick him in the balls oh, too? He yep. kicks him in the face. In the okay, in the yeah. face. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool though, because in this scene we really get to see how mm-hmm. kind of at this point a well oiled machine like yes. because when all the guys go after to chase the two, they show up and shoot a bunch of the guards, hide their bodies under like those camouflage nets. It's it's kind of really cool. Um, and and so, like, the friar doesn't want to go with him, blah, blah, blah. They end up, I like they make him pull the cart back to the base. That was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when, like, uh, it's like, because this movie is, like, it has these, like, moments of, like, re- like you said, kind of, like, real brutality. Because, sure. like, the guy comes back to it, it's like, oh, you know, I lost, you know, the shipment and all this stuff. And the sheriff and I straight up, Kills him. Yeah, yeah, he kills,
3: and that's his cousin, yeah. Gaia Gisborne, or he whatever. Kills it is. Gaia Gisborne. He kills Gisborne. Just stabs him. Yeah, and then he's with like, his what? with his Spanish steel. Yeah, which I only mentioned that because I've actually been to Toledo, Spain, where they make this the the weapons. It's actually pretty cool. I,
0: but it is crazy because it's like this moment. It's this moment of brutality where he stabs him, and then yeah. it, then he's like, "Oh, this is good steel." Yeah, it's like it's so it's so like Alan Rickman's performance in this is so crazy. He's so great in this. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Marion goes out to visit Robin. I have a note that says Kevin Costner, Butt, yep. LPJ's favorite part.
2: <laughs> you know what? This was is this is a time, why, why,
0: <laughs> I'm this a time when Kevin
2: Costner like had to show his butt in every movie he was in, he was
0: just like Mel Gibson. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not his favorite part. It, it, I just it, thought it was it's, funny. It's long this. distance
3: butt, though. Yeah, you know, it's like true. it's it probably really wasn't even him. It was probably just some yeah, other person.
2: You think it was Kevin Costner? I guarantee it was him.
0: Um, yeah, did you, did you check it out personally? <laughs> <laughs> he zoomed in. I compare yeah, it to it my other
2: stills that I have his butts from other films.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Robin gives Marion a tour of their camp, which, you know, some of it's in the trees, some of it's below. We see all the tons and tons of treasure that they have. Yeah, the
3: Ewok Village, we pretty much get to see.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Friar Tuck is teaching everyone about beer, which is kind of funny. <laughs> which, which
3: to mention real quick, talking about the Ewok Village, uh, I guess this entire movie was filmed in the UK. So oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. So they, they did actually use what, what, you know, real scenes and stuff going on in the UK.
0: Um, and we learn a little bit of background about like when Robin left. He was like he was really mad at his dad. They didn't get along. Like yeah. his mom died, and he was upset that he kind of took up with another woman. Yep. And kind of basically made him end it because he was such a jerk about it. Um. They they have a okay. So Lil John, <laughs> This is where can I say this is where this movie drags big time. A little bit. I'll give you a that. little this part bit. It
3: no, it. It drags big time. Like there's little John's birth, you know, the wife, birth of wife the kid. Wife is having a baby, and I like. Th- why was any of that
0: necessary to be in this movie? It's true, and I think we're led to believe that Azim performs a C section.
3: I think, I so. I
0: guess so, because he like. And Friar Tuck wants nothing to do with it. He yeah, keeps
3: calling him a devil.
0: Yeah, and then but then he delivers the baby, and he's like, "Oh, I misjudge you." He's like, "Let's drink." And he's like, well, I don't drink. And he's like, okay, you talk, I'll drink. Yeah, and that's Uh, where
3: we start to get Brian Adams' song coming in all the time.
0: I do have a note that after that I have, there's more dancing in this movie than I remember. There's (laughs) a
2: lot of dancing in this movie.
0: um, Okay, so he sends Duncan off of Marion. Uh, The sheriff hires the Celts to go after Robin. They attack Marion's house and kidnap her. Duncan leaves to go tell Robin, but the... They follow him back, so yep. they find out where Robin Hood's hideout is. But then Duncan dies. I don't understand how he died. I was curious, too. He just kind of makes it there and why falls did, off the horse, he, and he's dead. Yeah, why did he die? Did he get stabbed? But did someone d- shoot an
3: arrow at him? I don't think so. They don't show so.
0: anything. They just show him on the horse, and he gets there, and he like tells him, and then he falls off the horse, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the battle, he's dead. Right, he's dead. Yeah, I don't know. Because know. the Celts are there, the sheriff and some of his men, and the Celts attack, but they kind of drive them back at first. They do. Yeah, yeah. They won the first wave. And they're retreating. But and then, then they got all the fa- fire arrows, yeah, which they, is a cool scene. Then they That's shoot crazy. all the, the arrows with the fire, and they have catapults, and they kind of light the whole village on fire. Kill a bunch of people, take a bunch of prisoners.
3: Okay, but then why is why is Robin Hood dumping all the money?
0: I think to distract the be, Celts. To distract the, the Celts. Because they show a bunch of them, and they're like, oh, and they're grabbing it, and they're Okay, I,
3: I was trying to figure that out, because it's like, this yeah. whole place is burning to the ground. Why are you dropping all this money It was the money distracting, because
0: they make a point of showing a couple of the Celts, like, diving on the ground to grab the gold and stuff. Okay, so.
3: I must have missed that. Um, I think That's actually when I was starting to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> Sorry. And we're, we're kind of led to believe that Robin's dead, because he falls, and... Um, yeah, yeah
3: while saving the baby
0: yeah which it, apparently
3: that's why we needed the baby earlier
0: right and one thing we skipped over is that Marion writes a letter to the, the king, George, king to tell she, him what's king, going yeah, king Richard, yep. but the which pri- gets intercepted right because the priest is crooked uh sheriff has this letter and knows that the so she knows that the priest sold her out yep um Sheriff took a bunch of prisoners from Robin camp. He's like, hey, I want you to marry me. And if you don't marry me, I'm going to murder all these children.
3: Yeah. Which yeah, Because like, Little John's son, the one that Robin Hood saved earlier in the film, is one of the ones that's captured.
0: Yes. And uh, Will Scarlet's also captured, and he's like, "Hey, I'll I'll kill Robin Hood for you. I hate him." So he goes to the camp. This is where I have a note that says Duncan's apparently dead. <laughs> yeah. But we get the big reveal about Will and why he hates Robin so much. Which
3: I did not remember this until just now really? rewatching it. Yeah, oh, I, I, oh, I did yeah. not remember
0: as a kid <laughs> no, that they I, I were remember. that they were stepbrothers. They're, they're half brothers because yeah. we find out that he is the his mother is the woman that Robin's. <laughs> Uh, dad took up with after the mother died, and he hates Robin because... So then that's also
3: where the timeline is weird, right? Because wouldn't they have been around each other at some point? Which means Robin must have left a lot younger than we are... Well, you said 16, right? Well, no, what I think is his mom
2: died really early. Okay. When he was very young.
3: When Robin Hood was very young. When Robin
2: Hood was very young, and then his dad got remarried to Will's mom, then they had Will... And then they lived together for a little while, but Robin was still so mad that he just didn't
3: remember or didn't care to know that he had a stepbrother
2: Well, he wouldn't have pieced it together
0: I mean they they he drove them apart when will was very young okay. So this, so this all comes out. Yeah. But I kind of like that scene because then, like, Robin, it's like he feels kind of bad. And he's like, he's really happy to have a brother. He's yeah. like, I know. No, I liked the reveal. Yeah, it was ch- nice to, to remember, you know, that yeah. I didn't and, remember I, and it. And they hug it out, and I kind of like it. I mean, yeah, I, no, I think good. it works good. So they formulate a plan where they're going to go because he's going to execute the men. They're going to go down. They're going to rescue him. And it's a cool little bit they worked out. But, like, it almost goes south because Will's supposed to cut the guys down. But he gets found out by little John's son because he thinks he's a traitor. So they, they put him up there. They're going to chop his head off, but they put him on the barrel of gunpowder that they're supposed to blow up. Yeah. Because there
3: is no gunpowder <laughs> in, in this era no. of, of history. Well,
2: not there. Maybe in China. Maybe in China, but
3: I even think we're a couple, year, a couple hundred years off in China. Maybe. Even. I think
0: you're right. So, so they have to they have to improvise, kind of. And Robin has to. It's pretty cool because they do all the hanging. He has to shoot the arrow and cut the rope on little John. But well, that's a son, cool shot, you know. Yeah, where right. he,
3: he gets right through it the second time.
0: Oh, it's really cool. Yeah, and then um, you know, a bunch of stuffs blown up, and Azeem gives that really like English. I am not one of you, but he like I follow Robin Hood, and he inspires like all the people to fight back against the sheriff. And that's when the sheriff takes Marion to marry her in further into the castle, and that's when they have to catapult themselves over the wall and yeah that's, oh, that's when you get the the ad lib line which was uh it wasn't in the script but he ad-libbed the uh the fuck me he cleared it fuck me he cleared it and they liked it so much that they kept it in even though it wasn't uh historically accurate to the time period no you don't think you can catapult someone over a castle no i just meant like the the swear word oh the fuck of, me no <laughs> well, I, I don't think
3: you can catapult someone over a castle wall yeah, either but no.
0: Uh, so the sheriff forces Marion to marry him and then he's trying to consummate the relationship I was say, he's pretty much trying I guess is it rape if they're married at that point probably uh, Yeah, it's, totally yeah it's, I guess it's, pretty bad. it's not, I do not like, consensual I do like when Robin Hood and Azim are trying to figure out how to get in the door and they're both yeah. like statue and they yeah. run and get the statue and they're ramming it into the door the head breaks off um, I also really like the part where Friar Chuck t- comes upon like the evil priest guy uh-huh. and he's uh, like yeah. he's trying to get out with all his gold and he's like oh here let me help you and he's giving him all the gold and he's like you're gonna need it for you your journey and then he's like then he's like, here's your thirty pieces of silver, you can give it to the devil and hell, and he pushes them out the window. Well, wow. so do you know where the thirty pieces of silver come from? That's yes. like uh, That's how Judas. much Judas got yeah. to
3: betray Jesus. So. But I, re-
0: I really like that scene. Um so uh Robin and the sheriff fight for a while. Sheriff's got Robin's dad sword, which is a sweet sword. Um, but he ends up, he ends up stabbing him with the uh, this little kind of like knife dagger. Which yeah.
3: did he get the dagger from Marion? Because there yes. was a, okay, that's what yes. I thought. So there, the, there was sheriff, a look, the sheriff the gave the it.
0: sheriff gave the dagger to Marion. That's what I thought. But then when she saw his treasure, she was like, "Oh, here, I'm going to add this to the pile." Uh, that's right. And he, Robin, took it and kept it with him. Um, Azeem kills the witch, but here's okay. Which, Where fight, the hell did the witch come from? Right, he fights the witch <laughs> in the hallway and he stabs her with the big pike thing, yeah. and she kind of runs off, and then she pops up in the room that they couldn't get into. Yeah, and that's when he Razim finally busts open the door. He's got his sword is awesome. I can't remember what that sword is called. Saracen sword. Yeah, yep. and he just. <laughs> he throws it and it hits her knocks her flying backwards. Oh. It's so cool. Yeah, that, um, witch, that bitch won't die. Yeah, so she finally dies. Uh, we're, the last scene of the movie is the wedding between Robin and Mary and it's out in the woods, everyone there. That's when Sean Connery shows up as uh, King Richard and says, uh, I'll try and do my Sean Connery first. He says, I will not allow this wedding to proceed unless I'm allowed to give the bride away. That was not bad. You got okay. one, LPJ? I had to say the line.
3: I was going to say, no, say, we got to say the whole line.
0: Like, all he, right, he, he wrote it, it
3: down everything. I, need, I, need yeah, either either. It
2: I will not allow this wedding to proceed unless I'm allowed to give away the bride. All
3: right. Here's mine. <laughs> I will not allow the wedding to proceed unless I'm allowed to give the bride away.
0: <laughs> I like that. That was good. I'm Bond, James Bond. <laughs> Let us know who won. <laughs> We're all winners. <laughs> Uh, and that's the end of the movie. I yeah, think it's it really just ends oh, well, right there. There's a weird thing where I think Friar Tug like talks directly to camera oh, and yeah. he oh, fucking yeah. breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. I'm which, like, what? What just happened? Just which now? Which is like very unnecessary. I <laughs> think so unnecessary. And it's like something about wanting to drink or something. I don't know what it is. And he's he like, goes, oh. he goes, come on, get on with it. So I yeah. wrote down. No, he's talking to Robin,
2: but he's looking he's at. at he's <laughs> yeah, he looking at the camera. He's <laughs> looking at the camera. Yeah.
0: So, and that's the end. That is the end.
2: Um, and what's weird is they don't play the Ryan Adams song at the end of the movie.
0: It's in the credits. It's it's just not right. At yeah, the it's start like of a couple credits, minutes after. Which it, yeah, it is kind of weird because I I kind of thought it started right after too, and it two. doesn't. So, um, so here's something fun uh, that I saw when I was doing my research. Uh, that uh, and you might have saw this, but they said that the producers of the film they took over the editing of it. In so much as that they locked the original editor, Peter Boyle, out of the editing yeah. suite. <laughs> 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 Which is crazy. that they The producers just took over. Kevin Costner was one. Yeah. I
3: wonder if, as, as he was trying to get into the room, he took the statue of <laughs> Sheriff Roddy. <laughs> and was jamming it into the door. Probably. I it, think
0: he was. And also, uh, continuing my... Almost reoccurring segment where I pick off the weirdest fact on IMDb that they list. I thought that this one was that during the filming of the movie, Kevin Costner became a fan of the Arsenal Football Club and he supports them to this day. (laughs) That's good to know. So that is the weirdest one that I saw for this one. I'm sure
3: Arsenal is really happy about that.
0: And also did you guys see uh how much uh, Sean Connery got paid to do his role? Wasn't yeah. like
3: 25 grand or 50 grand, but he gave it all to charity, right?
0: 250,000. Oh my god. <laughs> For 2 days' work, but he did donate it all to how charity. How was that 2 days' worth of work? He said like three lines. Ah, movies are weird. Yeah. He might have shot some more stuff too that they didn't use. Could be. Um, Which also I found out
3: historically, uh, Jean- King Richard would have been like in his thirties.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. And Connery, Connery, Connery was like is. sixty yeah, when he it played. Definitely on, yeah. not in his thirties. Um, so I, I wrote down. I, I picked up a little. Uh, <laughs> helped L P J out a little bit. Did some role reversals. You I hear appreciate one? it. Okay. So play uh, the music. There nope. is no. Give music. me Ozzy. Nope. So here's a couple things uh, for. Uh, and I, I'm not going to read them like you, but Johnny Depp, he turned down the role of Will Scarlett. What do you think about Johnny Depp as Will Scarlett? I think it would have been fine.
3: Yeah, I think I would have been fine.
0: Um, some people that uh, considered for the sheriff, which it's hard to picture anyone else as a sheriff. Yeah. Uh, apparently Sam Neill turned down the role. Okay. Uh, but other, right. other people that were considered were Michael Gambone, John yeah. Hurt, Ian McKellen, and Patrick Stewart.
2: Yeah, those all seem like Yeah, those all seem like people who would play it. But you can't beat Alan Rickman. In yeah, this it,
0: that's though. not what. Yeah, this is one that you can't like. His performance is so good. Patrick Stewart becomes King Richard in Men in Tights. He does. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> or I, think he, I think he names I all that. toilets Johns. <laughs> I love that line. Um, <laughs> From
3: henceforth, we will name
0: all toilets <laughs> Johns. <laughs> um, and allegedly, uh, Mel Gibson was offered the role of Robin Hood before Kevin Costner. Okay,
3: which I totally can see that. Yeah, and this is really couple s- years before Braveheart. Yep.
0: Uh, and apparently, uh, Robin Wright uh, was had the role of Maid Marian, but she had to drop out because she ended up getting pregnant. Uh, other people that were considered for the role of Maid Marian were Elizabeth Hurley, uh, Nicole Elizabeth Kidd, Hurley, yeah, in ninety Elis- one, yeah, Elizabeth weird. Hurley, Nicole yeah, Kidman, weird, Nicole Kidman, that's weird too. Uh, yeah. Ali Sheedy, also weird, and our friend from uh, The World Is Not Enough, Sophie Marceau.
3: That one I could see. I, yeah. She still would have well, been pretty young, she but
2: Braveheart. Yeah, it's essentially yeah. it. So Robin Hood would have turned into Braveheart.
3: I mean, it, it almost was kind of Braveheart, especially when the Celts show up. I was just waiting for fucking Mel Gibson to show up.
2: <laughs> That'd have been a crazy crossover. <laughs> it, it just the, the only is uh, there enough
3: scenery for Kevin Costner and Mel Gibson to be together?
2: <laughs> not if Al Pacino was there too <laughs> and the only other thing I wa- there's
3: also a lot of spizar- there's <laughs> a oh, lot of spitting in this movie there's you a lot of
0: saliva the witch spits a lot it's super gross, the it's super gross. L. so does El Rickman alive? Yeah, and uh, Friar Tuck The only other thing I want to mention that's kind of interesting, and I, 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 apparently it was different in the novelization, but, and it kind of, I think they ended up just cutting it different, but like, so the scene before the final battle where he rubs like the manure on himself, yeah, apparently that was actually supposed to be in the movie. Like, before he goes to see Marion for the first time, when she tells him to take a bath, like, that scene was, yeah. like, because he rubbed the manure on himself then and went into the church. So it's like, but I feel like if I if you watch it now and look at that scene, it almost seems like they just took it from when they shot it and inserted it later in the movie. It, well, yeah, that it, makes
3: sense. It, it, it makes more sense, though, how they ended up using it in the film, right? Because yes. he was using it because the guard, wa- he wanted to... The guard wanted him to get away because he smelled so yeah. bad. Like, I don't know why he would have done that to see Marion. Just, I don't know. to
0: this, uh, Just so that he could he, find well, his way maybe to that, her. Maybe that scene was also. Yeah. It could have been. Yeah, we don't know. It could have been just, just done twice. It just says that it was moved to later in the film. But I yeah. don't know if it means that they actually shot it and moved it in editing or if they took the whole scene and moved it, the idea, to later. Could, they didn't really yeah. clarify. And that
3: so. was another thing that I didn't catch as a kid. And this time around, I was like, oh, he's rubbing shit on himself. Yeah. yeah cool.
0: So um, did uh, you guys have anything else that we didn't mention that you wanted to bring up or? Uh, no, nothing specific. No. Sphinx, anything?
3: No. The only thing I would say is that, you know, with him like splitting uh, when he's doing the arrows and he's like splitting the, yeah. the arrows in the boat. That's like uh that's a nod to the Errol Flynn Robin yes. Hood movies back from way in the day. It was like the thirties and forties yeah. with Errol Flynn. So that was kind of cool. They did like a homage to that. Yeah. Which again, there are so many versions of Robin Hood now. It's true. So But I feel like this is kind of what brought them back, right? Like I before would say this so. time, I can't think of well, another Robin Hood.
2: And then this spawned kinda, you know, like Three Musketeers and yeah. uh, which, Man of the Iron Mask.
0: Which PS I Monte to which PS I gonna be pushing to do three Musketeers? I know, soon. I was thinking of <laughs> that too. I've I actually oh I did see it when I was a little kid. It's Isn't on, Disney? It's it's on Disney Plus yeah. and yeah. I watched it recently. It's it. I feel like it's very in the same vein of this.
3: I, it had it didn't do anything to me as a kid. I remember seeing it, but yeah, it's, it's not in. as
0: important a movie to me. But I, I think it's still really worth doing. Anyways, yeah. are we ready to rate this one? I would say so. All right. I'll, I'll go first. Do it. Uh, this is <laughs> this is a hard one. Uh, th- I I love this movie so much, and and I've talked about on other episodes in this one like how important this movie is to me. I still have a lot of fun watching this movie and I and I 100% will acknowledge that some of it's nostalgia and some of it's just how much it meant to me when I was a kid like I will accept that but I still like really I don't know I think this movie's a lot of fun uh, I think I, I love Alan Rickman in it I love Azeem and I don't know there's just something about it I can never separate it from how I felt about it when I was 11 years old <coughs> so it's probably inflated but I'm going to give it four machine guns Uh, I can definitely separate from
3: being a kid to seeing it this time around it. Um, I, you know, I had a lot of nostalgia with this movie, watched it when I was a kid. It didn't do as much for me watching it this time around. Like I'm happy that, that we'd watched it for, for the episode, but it's not one I need to to go back and and see again for any particular reason. I mean, if it's on TV, maybe I would watch it again. I
0: just felt like it was slow. It should have been forty minutes shorter. Um I can agree with that. Like I, I do think two and a half hours is a little bit on the long in the running time, and they probably could have easily cut it down to two yeah. hours, no problem.
3: Um and I guess maybe that was really just the biggest thing that bothered me. Um I'm not gonna go four. I would go I'm really balancing between three and three and a half. Pick one. For nostalgia, I'll give it three and a half.
2: All right. All right. Uh, I'm with Joe. I mean, <laughs> I smiled while I was watching this movie again and I love it. And and like I went out and I re downloaded that Brian Adams uh <laughs> Brian Adams album. And did you, started did listening you sing to that. it to your wife?
3: Huh? Did you sing it to your wife?
2: No. She's oh. never seen this movie. No. Um, no. Yeah. neither
3: neither's mine, so yeah
2: yeah either my either I was uh, I was super excited <laughs> watching it and I almost wanted just to watch it again after I was done so really? yeah
3: you were ready to watch it again huh?
2: I was yeah uh I'm I was straight not. up four machine guns
0: yeah honestly we 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 watch I think I mentioned this before we watch movies. At work during lunch in our lunchroom, and like probably a month ago, we watched Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. So I'd seen it fairly really? recently. Yeah, because I, was Cause I feel
3: like this is a movie that has disappeared, right? Um, like people don't talk. I besides mean, besides the score, like people do not talk about this film anymore, right? I would
0: maybe tend to agree with that. I think people yeah. that like it affected like me and LPJ when we were younger, you know, I think it's very important to them. And I think the song, especially the Brian Adams one, is very. Still lasting, you I was know. Gonna the, say, I yeah, think it, I think
3: the music is more lasting than anything else from this movie.
0: Yeah, that might be true. I mean, but you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, it, I, I, I love, it. Lo- I love this movie. No, I was,
3: I was happy. It was I got to see it again? Like I said, I, you know, I watched it so many times as a kid. It was <laughs> I, cool to see it again, but I definitely had a different feel as an adult.
0: Yeah, and, and I, and I will concede that you're right about the length. I think, I think they could cut out some stuff, make it a tighter. You know, two hours. Sure. It, it, there's some yeah. stuff that you could get without having. Now, I
3: will say, I know we're running out of time, but have you seen any of the other more recent adaptations of Robin Hood? Like I've the Russell Crowe? I've never seen the or... Russell Crowe
0: one or the one that just came out with um... – Terry Egerton and Jamie Fox. I haven't seen that yeah. one.
3: I saw the Russell Crowe one. It was not good. It was. I, I actually. I don't know if I finished watching it. It was that bad. I
0: remember the animated Disney one. That was <laughs> great. Loved I loved the animated too. Disney one. Yeah. I, I have
3: it. it on DVD. I saw it with my son about a year ago.
0: It's so As, good. When they're yeah. foxes, yeah. it's great. It is good. And the great. That's got a great score too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs>
3: We should, have, um, we should do Patreon Robin Hoods. Really, just be this Men in Tights and the Disney ones, and yeah. never mine.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's a good idea, but I don't want to have to watch like five extra movies with no. Patreon. Never mind. But we will do Men in Tights. Because yes, yeah, now I run really, run. really want to watch it. Actually. I know.
3: We're men. We're <laughs> men in tights. <laughs> run around tights. the forest looking for fights. All right, anyway. Um, um, All
2: right, we got it. So. We're men in tights. <laughs> we are the last extra podcast. We are here every. Monday,
3: we may look like (laughs) Nancy's. What did you say? Oh, also put out your lights,
0: anyway. So, we come to you every Monday. Uh, what else? What else do we got, Sphinx, on the Gamezilla media Network?
3: We've got on Monday nights on Mixer the Gamezilla podcast comes live to you online, and then if you missed it, you can listen to them on Tuesdays. All right, and then we got noobs and dragons on Wednesdays, uh, our Dungeons and Dragons podcast show that LPJ and I are a part of.
0: Yep, uh, LPJ, what's on Thursdays? Thursdays, the Legend of Retro. Who's on that?
2: Uh, I don't know some dudes and me. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, it is Glitch and Chops and Xander and Craig, and occasionally they have guests. They talk to. You Uh, JJ from CS Mott Children's Hospital recently Had a great interview with him And we Um, just had
3: Glitch on our show recently Glitch was
2: just on our show Glitch is on a Patreon special of ours Yep. Uh, Yeah, and you guys have both been on I've been on Yeah,
0: it's it's great, check it out And then closing out the week What do they got on Sundays?
2: Uh, Little little Noiseland Arcade Our Simpsons podcast starring Craig And Sean the Arcade Phantom Yeah
0: so um, there's there's tons of content, uh, whatever you're looking for. Also, you know if you're if you're interested and you like what we're putting out, uh, check us out on Patreon. A couple different tiers, you get a ton of ton of bonus content. You know, one dollar we have a, the special um, Game Shark.
2: Or uh, sorry, the state, state of the right?
0: Our new one dollar you can get for just the one dollar a month, which is like, yeah, come on, you can find a dollar a month in your couch cushions.
2: Yeah, you know, if you like us and you listen to us, throw us a buck. We would appreciate it. Right. I mean, it helps us. We uh we just recently had some equipment failures and we had to buy some new equipment. Um
0: And that it's that not helps making us
3: LPG out. any better at using it. Yeah. But we do have new equipment. We
0: do have new equipment. And, and, and then at the $5 letter, level, you get even more stuff. You get all of our shows, we have uh, extra Patreon shows. We have our post credit scene, which we do every month, where, you know, uh, on a weekly basis, we talk about specific movies, but that's more, you know, general, broad topics. Like our recent one was about uh, action movies that have become video games. Yep. So
3: Not video uh, games that have become action movies.
0: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> But yeah, and also, you know, check us, The Last Session Podcast, out on all our social media channels, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter, interact with us. And like we say, every time if there's a movie you want us to cover. Yeah, give us a like and a follow and, and leave a comment. We have a recent comment
3: on iTunes. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was a very good one. I oh, did good. not see it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, <laughs> wait, five was stars. Good oh, all right. Sweet. Yeah. Anybody want to so, know? Uh, yes, but I'm not going to say. Okay, fair but, enough. <laughs> but just in general, thanks for all the support you know we appreciate it and we do appreciate the show for you guys so we have a lot of fun doing it but it's it's great to know that people are appreciating and enjoying it yep yep and so with that this episode of last
3: action podcast has been terminated
0: but we'll be back